Hey guys, welcome back to Heated Waves. J-Mac here with your uh, co-host, Mr. Brad Stone. What's up? And Mr. D. Weezy. What's up, fellas? Today, uh, we're going to talk about who we think the best athletes of all time are in their respective sport. Uh, we know it's kind of hard to talk about one athlete being better than others with other sports because it's hard to compare stats that are uncomparable. But we're going to do... Pretty much just who dominated their sport more than the other athletes, if we can. If not, we're just really talking about who we think deserves a shout-out, really. So, Mr. Brad Stone's going to kick us off today. So, if you guys want to give your him your ears, and we'll uh, get this thing rolling. What's up, guys? Mr. Brad Stone here. Um, I'm going to start it off by talking about no one, none other than Will Chamberlain. I mean, the guy was a fucking monster, a freak in every fashion and a lot of people are going to argue with me and be like, oh, yeah, he was tall, so that's why he was so damn good, and that's why you picked him. Well, no, there's really other reasons why. The guy, just everything he did in basketball and off the fit, you know, court or whatever, he was he was a baller at, seriously. Right. I mean, we all know he was the only player ever to score 100 points and the most points in a game, of course. Which is legendary. And keep in mind, back in these days when he played in the 60s, there were still 82 games a year. Right, 82, 82 games a year, and he played all of those. And he, he's, he, his, his career numbers are just staggering for a 14-year career. I mean, 30 points per game, 23 rebounds per game, Jeez, and he even had 4.4 assists per game. And it, he actually good. said one time that he could could have scored 10 points or more, average 10 points or more per year, uh, but he didn't because he didn't want to be selfish because everybody tried to say and play him as a selfish guy, and he really wasn't. I mean, he's just really fucking good. He was really, really strong. Um, the guy, I was reading this thing that uh, he was on the basketball court with, I can't remember his name now, damn it. Uh, Bellamy was his last name. Playing this guy or whatever, Will Chamberlain was, just to give you an idea of how strong he was, he, uh, this other guy, Bellamy, and another player are about to get into it, and the Bellamy guy is, is 6'7", like 245 or whatever, and uh, Will Chamberlain saw this about to go on, so he went over there and grabbed the guy one arm, picked him up, turned him around, and set him down, he said, not here today, we're not doing this stuff, <laughs> and his no, reply, sir. Bellamy's reply was, yes, sir. Absolutely. And he was like, you know, of course he was 7'1", 250 as a rookie, and he got up to almost 300 wow. at one point. But you could not tell with this guy. That's a lot he was of so lean. He was yeah. lean as shit. He looked like a beanpole. People called him that. 7 foot, 300 pounds. Right, 7'1". So, I mean, seven he was, he's a Shaq. Wow. But he didn't look like Shaq. This was crazy, but he was, I mean, he's just so strong. Shaq got a couple inches on him, too, though. I think Shaq was 7'3". 7'2", 7'1", I think, or something like that. Somewhere in there. I can't remember exactly, but... I mean, gigantic. Either way, especially back then too. And everybody's gonna say, also, he was the tallest guy out there. He was the only tall guy playing, which is not true. There was there was count. Uh, there was three seven footers at his time on a nine team league. Uh, there was two guys at six eleven, three at six ten, and two at six nine. So I mean, tall guys everywhere, right? Right. There was even a the, the seven three guy, Swade Halbrook was his name. He shot only thirty six percent. And uh, Willett Chamberlain had a, a ridiculous percentage rate, too. I can even remember that it was something like 48% was his best year he ever, or uh, average 
percent, but his best year was seventy three percent. Goodness gracious! And uh, that was the same year he won the, the MVP, one of those four MVP awards too. Was that just one, uh, one field goals or free throws? That was field goals. His free throws, he was garbage. He was second worst <laughs> all time. Is what's sad. He was second worst all time behind uh, Ben Wallace. And yeah, he is an absolute terrible. Right. He, I'm sure Shaq's on that list too. Oh yeah, I think he's he was three or four. Three, yeah. He was he was three or four. But get this. The guy in 14 years of basketball never fell, fouled out of a game ever. That's never. respectable. In 14 seasons. That's, you're a big tall guy. You think you'd, you'd hack somebody somewhere, but that's that's to go on to talk about his, his athletic ability and how he was uh, had a get this a 50 inch vertical. <laughs> and uh, one at one time, someone actually uh, uh, measured it as high as fifty four inches. So that's over Michael Jordan's average, you know, or whatever his that's vertical. Fucking backboard. Yeah, that's that's Michael Jordan's vertical, but on a seven one guy, and with his long wingspan. I never could figure find that one out what his true uh, wingspan was, but he could actually uh, jump on the top because of the top of the backboard is twelve foot. He can actually. They said his coach had a. Uh, at Kansas, when he played there for a couple of years, he would put a quarter on top of there, and he could jump up and grab the quarter off the top of there every time. And he even could dunk on twelve foot goals. I heard Vince Carter that, could do that. That's what I was going to say. He did that. Sometimes he would even put it up to almost thirteen foot instead of that's crazy. Like, How do you God, jump that? Good grief! I mean, he was so strong. He threw a shot put in high school, 50, 58 feet. It says one of those big old hanging balls. Those are like those are like, like, those are like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, those are right. 15, 16 pounds. He was so strong and, and so fast. He said he was actually faster than NFL running backs. Like you thought, you know, <laughs> and, and here's the thing to bag it up. He was at a, he was at a uh, party one time where uh, Jim Brown was playing from the Cleveland Browns running back, and they got into it over who was the fastest guy. And uh, they kept arguing, kept arguing, and finally they raced. And every time they raced, he would, he would just smoke. Will Chamberlain would smoke him. And we're talking about Jim Brown, one of the fastest guys ever. I bet with that gigantic <clears throat> wingspan, right, those your legs are even longer than your arms. So I'm sure he just he could, covered he, some he ran a, You're doing ten yards like, like a stride, like a cheetah, <laughs> like a fucking gazelle. He said he ran a, a, a <laughs> sub eleven second one hundred yard dash. That's cooking. Uh, no sub eleven, so sub 11. ten something, right? 10, a ten six, ten five, right. ten nine, whatever you know, like athletes nowadays. That's that's but very respectable. I mean. If, there's, I mean, there's so and, many things. Well, one of the things that they say about people that are abnormally tall like that, though, is their balance is so poor. But it, obviously, you're not that fast if you can't jump off the line quick, and if you right. can't, if you're not explosive, like there's a he lot, was, a lot comes into that. So, I mean, kudos to him because that's that's what a lot of people knock on the bigger, taller guys is they're just not coordinated enough to be that effective. So, I mean, yeah, for that, for him to be, you know. One of the bigger guys and still being able to jump off the line that fit fast and get a sub eleven right. hundred. That's that's pretty damn respectable. Yeah, and jumping one fifty four inch vertical. That's insane. Yeah, like, and some 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 will disagree and some others won't. It said well, I mean, I, right, but, but I, hell, there was actually a picture I seen that kind of true tells it all. It was him blocking a shot in this game where he was fully stretched out and he was actually above the backboard and if you pause it at this one moment where they show it and pause it the light flashes and that's all you see is his arm way up there past the backboard that's like 14 foot is where he was at it's like there's no way you know they actually had to change two rules or three rules because of him one is they had to widen the lanes 
because he could just back everybody down and take like one step and he's at the goal. Right. So they had to make it wider so he couldn't do that so easily. They also made free throws. Back in the day, you could shoot, you could lean forward and actually jump forward towards the basket when you shot a free throw so you could kind of get your own rebound. They took that away because of him because he could do it. He actually practiced that on his own time and he could do it every single time and dunk it in. So, I mean, that's part of his 100 point game thing. That's how he got that. But hmm. here's the biggest thing that got me about how strong he was. It said uh, 10 years after he uh, retires, he goes up to uh, Madison Square Garden and he's going to talk to the, the executive owner or whatever of the New York Knicks about possibly coaching or even coming back because they kept approaching him up to 20 years after he retired when he was in his 50s. That's how good he still was. But he goes up there. He leaves that executive office from talking to that you know owner, manager, whatever he was. He leaves. He sees. He stops at the elevator, and he, he comes up, but it stops about four or five inches, it said, from the top of where it needed to be at. So they're still, you know, like this far down from it at the bottom. And One these of two delivery fears. guys are on that elevator, and they're holding a, a pack or this big old bunch of packages of, uh, um, it said, paper and uh, office supplies and all these boxes. And they're the type, they're on like two dollies and two big guys have to carry them up there. Right. So it gets stuck, right? And they can't lift it over this five-inch lip. And they're struggling and huffing and puffing, he says. And uh, he, he leaned down to the two guys and goes, uh, you guys need some help? And it said that he put these two straps from the, the uh, dollies on his back and picked it up and just left it out of there like it was nothing and put it down. And they said it weighed up to 600 pounds. Damn. Like it was nothing. He could bench press 500 pounds. He actually worked out with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's how strong he was. And he said even when he was he was 50 years old, he could still bench press 450. That's, but I mean, God, he was just he was his strength was outrageous. But yes, he was beast. He did sleep with 20,000 women. He wrote this in his own book too to uh, let everyone know. I think that's a feat in its own, right? I mean, yeah. 20,000 women. That's quite the stat. And he only lived to be 60 something. I mean. You must have started at what ten, but I mean uh, <laughs> from the womb, <laughs> right? I mean I get it. He's six, seven, one. He's got to be packing. I would hope, right? Well, I mean he would, and, think. He, and he's who he is. But uh, that would be insane. But on to his uh, NBA greatness. I mean, there's so many things I could hit on. Everybody'd be like, "Oh, he's a tall guy. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't shoot jumpers." Actually, that was one of the main things he could do. He had a very polished jump shot, and uh, of course, he could do the finger rolls. And, the fadeaway is like nothing. It was just nothing to that guy doing those kinds of shots. I mean, uh, he actually, uh, if I read that he actually took the most punishment as a as a offensive player. Like the defense players actually got to like smack him and grab him and jump on him and hit him and shit because he was so big. And they said that that was only fair for him to do that, for those players to do it. Right. He never griped about it, none of that stuff. But he actually almost retired after his first year because – he said he just got so so much and so old. He's like, I don't want to play like that. That's if I'm that good, I guess I shouldn't play this or whatever. I mean, like he was so humble about everything, so it made him so much better. That's cool. But yeah, like I said, his highest uh, field goal percentage in history in a single season was 73 percent, and he shot four twenty six for five eighty six on the seventy two seventy three season, which is still never going to be broken to this day. There's no one ever going to shoot seventy three percent in a season. On 500, almost 600 shots. He also has the uh, most consecutive field goals made in history, which is 35. And that was in 67, which was his MVP year. He was just ridiculous. He had most field goals in a game without a miss, was eight, 18. 
He's the uh, second oldest to win the finals MVP at 35. And his durability, he never got hurt. The guy played 45, I think it's 45.8 minutes per game. And, and back then, there was still 48-minute games. Right, that's insane. They said Everybody around him said he never got tired. You could never outrun him. He said even to, even today, if you took him, and he would outrun centers all day long and run laps on them. And still, he would do up Shaq. They said he could even pick up Shaq and probably throw him. Like, he was a freak. A man amongst boys. Exactly. And they, and they had no idea what they were messing with. Every time they went out there, they thought they could stop him. But but the one thing I will uh, say is, is a downfall of him is his free throw shooting, of course. He was horrible. But also... Nobody could figure out those Celtics back in the, what, the 70s or 60s. I mean, whenever they won the 10, 11 straight with Bill Russell. But he beat them one time. He's, he's the only team that ever beat them in all the years that they won those 10, 11 in a row that they won. But he was so mad about that that he could never figure them out never beat them. But it's crazy because he played at the same level as Bill Russell in the same time era and all that stuff. But everybody doesn't remember him because he played with Bill Russell. You know, Bill Russell balled it all up. He got all the rebounds and stuff. But actually, he had, he leads in almost every category. Yeah, he played 48.5 minutes pre-game out of a 48-minute game. That's crazy. He sat yeah. out for a minute and a half. That's all. Here, you sit down and just take your water. Yeah, yeah, get you got to get a little drink every now and then. I, remember, I wonder if those teams back in that day kind of implored uh, Hackashack, except Hacka, Hacka Will. They, that's what they did. That's what I was saying earlier. All those people could hack the shit out of him, and he right. couldn't do anything about it. But that's what's crazy. That he took all that punishment and he never fouled out of a game because you know he wanted to retaliate back for all those people you know doing that shit to him. Oh, so, for sure. Just go on and on and on. He actually uh, did want to say a few more things. He is the only center ever to lead the league three times in assists. All right, I had the guy's wrong name last time. It was actually uh, a different guy. It wasn't Bellamy. The story about Bellamy was uh, he was six eleven. And he played him for the first time, this Bellamy guy. Keep in mind, he's, he averaged 30 points per game in these seasons. Uh, Walter Bellamy is his name. And uh, first time ever uh, Will Chamberlain plays him, he goes up to him and he goes, hey, I'm Will Chamberlain. He goes, hey, I'm Walter Bellamy, and I'm whatever. He gets all cocky with Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain goes, okay, all right, motherfucker. He goes, then uh, how about this? You won't get a shot off in this first half. I'll block everyone. He goes, yeah, right, last time because he's a young, dumb kid. And Bellamy, you know, like I said, scored 30 points per game. Well, that's exactly what the fuck he did to that Bellamy guy. He didn't allow <laughs> one shot and nine shots. He blocked nine shots in the first half. I and demoralized then, him. And then, right. And then get this. At the start of the third quarter, he goes, uh, he goes, all right, I think I'll let you score now. And then he left him alone. He wouldn't block any more of his shots the rest of the game. Just to show him how good he was and how awesome and strong he was. And he could just jump and beat your shit. But it was... That's awesome. The guy was just a freak at everything. So good. He played 14 years for the Globetrotters at first, then the Philly Warriors, then the <coughs> San Francisco Warriors, and the 76ers, of course, when he was just a fucking baller, and then the Lakers. And he only played two years of college. That's what's crazy. Well, I want to throw out just a couple more things. As a rookie, he scored 53 points in a game as a fucking rookie back in the 60s. He's also a rookie of the year, of course. Yeah, yeah. Big, big surprise there, but this crazy one. He scored 50 points, 50 or more points, 118 times in his career. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. Because we talk about Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, where are they at, 20? Right. Maybe. 
2013. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe he had 118, but he's, and then he also scored uh, 50 or more 45 times in a season, including seven consecutively, where he scored 50 or more points seven times in a row. Like, that's a lot of points. I think he's, uh, what, second all-time or third all-time scoring. That almost sounds like he could dominate more than he actually did. Right. But he that's the thing. He wasn't selfish, he said, and that's when he started doing the passing. So then he started breaking the records for passing, being the only center to do this or do that or whatever. But That's the way to do it. But, yep, that's my man. He was uh, Will Chamberlain. And uh, rest in peace because he is dead now. But uh, it's your boy Brad Stone, and uh, I'm going to pass it on to you. Uh, do you easy want to go next? Yeah, I'll go. So my my greatest athlete all time, two sport athlete, Deion Sanders. Um, to I mean, my opinion of the greatest athlete, you know, if you're gonna go professional in two sports, <laughs> I mean, in my book, that's hard. I mean, that's that's incredibly hard. hard. How many players probably did that? Uh, not many. Right. Probably, probably five, maybe right, a handful. handful. Exactly. Um. As everybody knows, he went to Florida State for college, three-sport star, uh, basketball, I'm sorry, baseball, football, and track. Um, while he was at FSU, get this, in, in a single day, uh, Florida State had a doubleheader in baseball, and he also ran in a track meet. <coughs> what do you run in track? You know? he, well, in that one day, uh, he just did a 4 by 100 So he went – Played his first game of a doubleheader, then went to the track, ran a four by one hundred relay, and then went back and played the second game of a doubleheader. Started Jesus. both of those games. What's that? Fucking six hours out of your day? I stop at least. What, what do you have to eat on that day to be able to burn like that much energy? Thirty thousand calories, <laughs> like some protein bars, yeah. lots of sunflower seeds. He ate three T bones in between that time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen ounces. Um. But, yeah, I mean, he excelled at all that stuff. Also, the only person to ever hit a home run and score a touchdown in the same week. What? Because of, obviously, football and baseball kind of overlapping at times. I forgot he played at the same time. Yeah, I didn't realize. That would be a cool stat. Yeah. Um, So he's the only one to ever do that? Only person to ever do that. For a home run... Home run and a touchdown in the same week. No, no, Bo. Bo didn't that do that. Not in the same week. Yeah, that's probably the only thing he didn't do. He may uh, see. Well, we'll get to that later. But uh, I don't know if he actually did it in the same week. He may have done it. You know, the same like, year or something. That's but, crazy though. Um. Also, Deion Sanders is the only person to ever play in a Super Bowl and a World Series. Nice. Man, there's two things. Did he win either of them? Uh, he's won uh, two Super, Super Bowls. Uh, actually, won back to back years. Uh, Super Bowl 29 with the 49ers. Super Bowl 30 with the Cowboys. Back when they had, you know, Aikman, Michael Irvin. Nice was that, huh? <laughs> well, I'm going to go from San Francisco down to Texas, and I'm going to win two in a row, two different places. How baller am I? Right. What's <laughs> this, boys? Um, let's see here. That's tough. So, also, uh, one of only two people to score a touchdown six different ways in the NFL. So, like, it was, like, interception, return, fumble, fumble recovery, 
receiving a touchdown. He, a he, kick, he played wide receiver. I don't know if you guys know that, but he played a little at, wide receiver. At college? Somebody? No, like in the NFL. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, as far as that. as far as that goes in his career, um, 60 receptions for 784 yards, three touchdowns. That's just receiving. So, I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, but. Almost 1,000 yards. Yeah. And a 60-catch season. What's That's what? No, that's in his career. Oh, career. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I mean, he didn't do it. But, a whole but taking lot. that, taking that to a season, you know, and comparing it or whatever. Right. I mean, not definitely not bad. Um, also, the only player to have a reception and an interception in the Super Bowl. That's awesome. So I, I mean, he's super, super that, good. That's stats that no one's really can beat or tie because there's no such thing as those kind of players anymore. No. There's not very many of them anyway. Yeah, nobody's playing two sports anymore. Right. Not happening. They're, I mean, That's with, too tough con- with contracts. Right. And, they wouldn't even allow it. They'd be like, no, fuck you. You're not doing that. No. I mean, they, he, he didn't let Conor McGregor go from MMA to boxing. Exactly. You know, so I mean, that's damn near i mean there's a lot of different things i think they did that first so they, the the same way, they judge it the same way at least it's a 10 point must system so right too much contract you know <laughs> stipulations i mean dion had his problems with contracts and shit too so i mean he got cut from baseball teams because of uh contract disputes with nfl teams and uh something with the, when he was with the redskins um that made him uh, get cut by I want to say it was the Reds. I didn't know he was even on the Redskins. I just thought it was the the Niners and the Cowboys or whatever. Actually, no. So when he got drafted, uh, the Falcons drafted him in '89. He was the number five overall pick in '89. Um, played for Atlanta, San Francisco. Who before him? Oh, that, that's it. Yeah, that'd be a good yeah. thing to look at because <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Jeez. Um, so play with Atlanta, eighty nine through ninety three. Played only one year with San Francisco in ninety four. Uh, Cowboys ninety five to ninety nine. Uh, Redskins two thousand, and then had a uh, brief uh, come out of retirement for the Ravens. Uh, 04 and 05. Um, he that long. Did he? Uh, did you see that thing that time where he's playing baseball? I think it was for the Reds. I'm pretty sure it's because Griffey was playing there at the same time. I don't think. No, maybe so. I don't remember whatever year it was, but uh, he hit the ball, hit him on top of the head when he's in the outfield. Because did he play like left field or whatever? He played mostly yeah, center and left. left. <clears throat> yeah, and the ball hit him in the head and went over, and it counted as like a home run. It's a ground ball, I believe. Yeah, and, uh, then they is play- it? believe so. Then he comes out the next game and his teammates give him that helmet that had a globe yeah. on top of it. He's wearing it out there. I just had to throw that in there because I, I just I remember, I remember that. I remember that. Baseball. But I thought when uh, when that happened to uh, uh, Jose Canseco, they count that as a home I run. Think it, I mean, I have no idea, but in my opinion, it would depend on the, up, the trajectory of the ball. If it's going over the over the wall anyways, then yes. It never hits the ground, though. But I mean, if he if he was standing like three feet from the wall though, and it hits him in the head and bounces over, how would that be a home run? If it like, I mean, it's, it would have bounced three feet in front of the would have bounced on the warning track. So like, but it's also the same thing though. Like if you're if you climb the wall and you like, because I've seen it before where like guys just, try to rob oh, it. I'll just look it up. 
guy like loses his glove, it counts as a home run, or if he like misplays it over the fence, right? The same thing. Um, while Dion was in the NFL, um, eight Pro Bowl selections, of course, uh, just baller. Basically, all the nineties, uh, ninety-one through ninety-four. I guess took a break in '95, and then '96 through '99, same years, uh, eight-time uh, first-team All-Pro, NFL Defensive Player of the Year '94, uh, was named to the NFL 1990s All-Decade Team, in uh, part of the Atlanta Ring of Honor, won the uh, Jim Thorpe Award in '88 when he was in college. Um, while he was in college, he was two-time unanimous All-American his last two years there, 87 and 88. Uh, for the NFL, um, he had 53 interceptions. Which doesn't uh, seem like a lot, but it actually is. No, that's a lot. Because, I don't know, you would think a guy like him would have 100, whatever, you know, in the 80s, 90s. But it's, it's a long, man, when you're a quarterback back there, you don't get as many looks as you want. To get not like that. He, Unless you just have great instinct. He was not. the original, I think he was the original Revis Island. Right. So for that 53 interceptions, I mean, it wasn't like he was getting, he was catching it and getting tackled. Um, totaled uh, 1,331 yards of return yards. On 53 picks? Yeah, for an average of 25.1 yards. Yeah, I was about to say, Jesus Christ, what is that? But Yeah, that's staggering. I mean, he was just catching it and going. <laughs> well, he did run what? what? did he run a, a, a 4-2-9 or something? Yeah, Crazy something shit. like that. 40, yeah. Some shit that no one's matched ever. Like, that's, uh, quick that, that's not entirely true, and that'll be on our next uh, episode. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, had 10 defensive touchdowns, uh, 9 interception return for touchdowns, 1 fumble <laughs> uh, touchdown. Or just fumble one. recovery for a touchdown. Just one. Just one. Seems uh, like that would be easier. Yeah, right. Um, nine return touchdowns, six punts, three kickoffs, uh, which, of course, I was part of You know his success uh, was his return. thing is he had the record uh, for everything returned until uh, Hester broke it. Yeah, I was going to say, who was it? Hester and Hester. Or the other guy that there was some other guys around there. Maybe around that Dante time. Hall. Yeah. He was, Hall God, he was, then he got hurt or whatever, and he just lost it all. But anyway. He had like a two or three year, like, just yeah, untouchable was, stretch. I love guys like that. You don't ever get that. Yeah. Uh, made the Hall of Fame, uh, pro and college, same year, 2011. <laughs> uh, How did they pull that off? Did, so there'd be like a two, three year difference in the college part? But they're just like, no, you're, you're the man. Fuck it. You did I mean, it. I don't know if the college Hall of Fame. I mean, maybe they just brought. I mean, together. he had been out for a while. I mean, you said both of them at the same time, though, did you? Yeah, he got inducted 2011 to both pro and college. Yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. They usually wait, make them wait after time. I mean, yeah, you should have already been on the college one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, with his so going to the baseball side. Um, he wasn't like a super outstanding player. Also, wasn't really bad either. I mean, really just average. He's a Tim Tebow. Uh, well, <laughs> we can agree with a that. little bit better because I mean, yeah. he made he actually made it all the way. He actually stayed. Um, Is he still playing? Uh, he's in like Double A, yeah, maybe Triple A. Yeah, but yeah, he's still playing. I heard something about him the other week. 
Um, he got he originally got drafted by KC in the sixth round in '85, which was like his junior or senior year of high school. Um, so he's I mean he's pretty good. Is that legal? Yeah, he just didn't accept it because he went on to Florida State. Oh yeah, they can be seventeen. That's right. Being mm-hmm. baseball back then. Yeah, because uh, oh, what's his name from uh, Ozark? Um, yeah, Harrell. Lucas Harrell. He got drafted out of high school. So did, that's fucking crazy. Um, he actually got uh, Deion Sanders got drafted. Got drafted ahead of fucking John Smoltz. He was a good pitcher, but no, you don't really know about a pitcher, really. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. I know he is now, but we didn't know that back then. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I get that. Um, with the baseball, um, like like I said, parts of nine seasons, uh, while also playing with the NFL or playing in the NFL, uh, played for five teams, uh, technically four. Um, he got. He made his debut with the Yankees, um, so he played with them. Oh, shit. 89-90, then went to the Braves for 91-94, through Uh, Reds 94-95, through Uh, got traded to the Giants, just played with them for the 95 season, and then went back to the Reds for the 97 and 2001 season. Um, Best year was 92 when he was with the Braves. Uh, it's not a bad stat line. Uh, had a 304 average, uh, 26 stolen bases, led the NL with of 14 so triples. Bad. Yeah. 14 triples? Four, yeah. And um, he also had um, – uh, that was just in 97 games too because of football. What? So, yeah, yeah, that's like – That's a lot of games to play, plus 16, 17, possibly 18, 19. How many, you know, to go to the playoffs playing football too? Yeah, man, that's it, it almost seemed like he never had an off season because he was so obligated. But that's to, good. I, I swear, it's like you give too much time off to somebody or some a team or whatever, and they lose. People that are going, 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 they get to rolling and they keep playing. Maybe that's how he was, or maybe he just never got tired. That, yeah, I mean, either that or I mean, money's a motivator too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Sports wise. So the so he also. Uh, to his World Series, uh, that was with Atlanta in '92 as well. Did you uh, play with John Smoltz, right? Yeah, that was with Smoltz, like Tim yeah. Hudson, uh, Chipper. When he was starting out, uh, Larry, Larry, later, Larry Jones, Larry Jones. Yeah, <laughs> can't think of the other guy's name. Um, yeah, super dominant. Uh, but anyways, in that World Series with Atlanta in '92, uh, he only played four games. Um, and that was because before the World Series, he broke his foot, still played, Damn. had a 533 batting average, four <laughs> runs, eight hits, two doubles, and an RBI in those four games with a broken fucking foot. Yeah, how pissed would you be being that those pitchers, you know, like, motherfucker, you're hitting and getting on base. I'd be more pissed going. having to run on a broken foot. Right? Oh, like, pitcher <laughs> right now. Yeah. From here out. What about the pitcher? Just hit his foot. Like, hit him every time. Uh, he ain't going to steal one of you, so. Right. Yeah, just dust his shoelaces. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Head with a little day slider what on the top of the man. Foot. <laughs> um, for his career, uh, like I mentioned, he really wasn't terrible. Uh, 263 – I'm sorry, that, was, that came out wrong. 263 batting average, 39 homers, uh, 168 RBIs, 186 stolen bases. 
I mean, that was just, you know, parts of seasons two. Um, he have a, he has a 5.5 war, um, wins above replacement, uh, from what it would be. Now, granted, this is a subjectable stat just because of the, you know, it depends on who you have in the minor leagues and how good they are. Um, but it's, it's comparable to, uh, Nolan Arenado from the Rockies, who's a stud and also Steven Strasburg. Um, and also Mookie, Mookie Betts, who's not terrible either. Um, and he finished second in stolen bases in the National League with 56, uh, with the Reds in 97. So, I mean, he definitely wasn't, he wasn't a slouch, uh, for baseball. Um, definitely wasn't the worst, wasn't the best. Um, he's a great cover corner. Oh my God! I feel like I mean, shut down what made it today. It seems like he kind of pioneered some of that. I mean, yeah, before him there was some other good guys. I'm not trying to take away from them or anything, but you know, he's obviously one of the best. I mean, they call him Prime Time for a reason. <laughs> right. Baseball, honestly, I thought he just had that little short, like kind of like a four-year, five-year career, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, I think overall, as far as the games, it might have been like that long. But I mean, it was just, just parts of nine seasons with. You know, those different teams, and that's just his schedule when he played, though. I mean, I couldn't imagine, because I, I was reading stories about how he would, like, go play one game, and then, like, he I forgot who he was with. Um, I want to say it was the Braves. Uh, playing with the Braves, and then had to go report to the Redskins. Just a report, and then he had to go back to the Braves. And I guess something in his contract stating that he didn't have to participate in, uh, like, OTAs or anything with the Redskins so he could finish <coughs> postseason play with his baseball team. Could you imagine flying from Atlanta all the way up to Washington, back down there, back All that there. jet lag and still performing? But, but uh, J-Mac, go ahead and take it away, man. All right, so uh, my greatest athlete wasn't necessarily the – fastest guy or the strongest guy or anything like that, but he dominated the fuck out of his sport. His name is Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Nickname, the great one. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't get a nickname like that without uh, putting up some numbers, but uh, that's what he did. He, uh, his stats are staggering. Like, honestly, I, feel very safe in saying that nobody will ever break his goals, assists, and points record for as long as hockey rules or as the way that they are. <laughs> How many years did he play? He played from 78 to 99. Damn. So, yeah, he was only for a while. That's 21 years. Yeah, right. Um, Damn. That's saying something, too. So, these boys are now. That's a lot that, of years. Yes. The man started skating at the age of two. Jesus, How? How do you teach a kid that? That's natural, godlike ability. That's why you have you, to live in Canada. That's exactly what I was saying. You're born, you get born in Canada, and that helps. That. So, um, another, like, I don't have like a whole lot of uh, real stories about him, but one thing that uh, my brother uh, has told me is, whenever Gretzky was younger, I think, like he said, him to just like in between the ages like six and eight or so, he would watch hockey games and he would have a uh, like a board with a rink on it, and he would pay attention to where. The puck went at all times, like whether it was off of a rebound or a carom off of boards or right. 
wherever wherever it went and he would figure out that that's where he needed to be in order to be productive and we're talking about the age of like six seven eight however old he was no coach told him this anything like that this this is just no this was just him on his own like he he was so far ahead of the game he another okay i do got one more little tidbit little story he was in – anytime they do, like, a winter classic game, like an outdoor game or whatever, they usually do, like, a, the old-timers game as well. And he played for four different teams, I believe. So, I mean, he, he gets a little bit of leeway, and fuck, they'll let him play if he wants to play too. So he plays in pretty much all, like, the old-timey games. And there was one where he was coming into the boards and – I don't remember who he said it was that was coming in. Maybe Yari Curry or something. I don't remember who it was, honestly. So forget the name that I just said. But a guy was coming across the ice, and he said that uh, Gretzky made this unbelievable no-look pass through the middle on the guy's tape, and he totally whiffed it because he was baffled that (laughs) such a fantastic fucking pass came his way. And after the game, they are like, man, how did you know, like, how could you do that? And he was like, oh, I saw his reflection in the glass. <laughs> who the and, fuck looks over there? Uh, well, well, who, who thinks to, like, to look at that shit? He right. But he, like, just little things like, I mean, he's facing the boards. He's not facing the net at all. And to use that to your advantage to where you can see, it's, it's like a mirror or whatever. I mean, right. if you can, like, who thinks of that stuff? Yeah, if you and, right, I mean, you have the time to think of that, but he, he, he's level. just that far ahead of everybody else. But, okay, so... Let's talk about his stats for a second. The guy could have literally never, ever scored a goal in his entire career and still been the points leader. So that means he has more assists than any other player who ever has ever played the game has goals and assists combined. If that's not the most staggering stat you've ever heard. Does he, have, does he lead everybody in, in assists too? Yeah. Um, he's got so uh, he he tallied two thousand eight hundred and fifty seven points in his career. Yarmir Yager is the closest to him. Red Winger. He's fucking played for like ten teams. Nineteen twenty one. One thousand nine hundred twenty one. Gretzky is plus nine hundred and thirty six over the number two guy. Jesus. 936. That's a th- exactly. <laughs> That's about a thousand points. Most people don't score a fucking thousand points in their career. Right. So if you're going into the NHL trying to break Gretzky's record, you might as well consider yourself fucked because your entire career isn't even going to break the like surface. Like you're not. You like, may not even play that many games, let alone score that many points. Right. Like it's he. It, it's it's unbelievable the numbers that he put up while he was playing and like i said he wasn't the biggest he wasn't the fastest he wasn't the strongest he was just that fucking good he was just smart like, fast, he was that good he had a hell of a team playing with him don't get me well, wrong yeah, you have to but so, okay so here we go goals 894 uh in regular season playoffs 122 which is ridiculous assist 1963 Playoffs, 260. Points, 2,857. Um, 
with the regular season and playoffs combined, we're looking at 3,239. Just unbelievable. He had 50 hat tricks in his career. Damn. 50. Uh, there were 37 times that he scored three goals, nine times that he scored four goals, and four times that he scored five goals in a game. So, oh, in the playoffs, he had 10 hat tricks as well. Here, let me just dice up these uh, play- playoffs even more. But, uh, you know, yeah, no big deal. Three, it's just the most pressure you've ever had, the best that's, hockey that's anybody's ever played. Like, that's unreal. That's unreal. the best. He holds 61 NHL records. 61. That is based on his retirement. As of right now, 60 of them are still records. He actually lost two but gained one or something like some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I was reading about it. I steroids. Fuck you. I I think it was actually, I think it had to do with Mario Lemieux who came out of retirement to come back and play and he played like dog shit and it fucked up his stats. Oh, yeah. That's what you get. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fucking karma got your ass. Um, All right. So uh, with those records, 40 of them are regular season records, 15 are playoff records, and six are all-star game records. Um. He had nine 50-goal seasons. That's unheard of. Especially with the rules back then, like with the old rules with the two-line passes. Mm-hmm. How many games is there? Is it over he was He was playing whenever it was about 80 games. Most of these records were said 80-game seasons. Um, that being said, Sidney Crosby, how many 50-plus goal seasons do you think he's had? Was three. Yeah, she was like a dick. One. 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 And that was 51 goals. <sighs> that being said, everybody says that he's better than Alex Ovechkin, but Alex Ovechkin actually has done it seven times. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's what, what's yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Uh, he's He had a, a 52, a 65, which is fucking impressive. Right. Um, a 56, two 50s, a 51, and a 53. And then this year he put up 49. So that's right there as well. His rookie year, Alex Ovechkin put up 52 goals, Damn. which is a side note, but that's fucking impressive. Right. Um, so, I'm guessing he won rookie of the year, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. Uh, yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think he did too. Probably don't remember everything. <laughs> but uh, so he had his first thousand points of his career, which most people, like I said, don't end up having. His first thousand, he got in 424 games. That's averaging 2.36 points per game, which is ridiculous for hockey. Right. Like, most teams only score three goals a game. Right. And he's <laughs> doing that by himself. Right. For points. His second thousand came in 433 games. So the only person that's scored a thousand points faster than him is him. <laughs> so that's like, awesome. Yeah. I beat myself. Right. That's how good that was. Um. 47 playoff points in 1985, which is a ridiculous amount. It's just stupid. He had 31 assists in 1988's playoffs, which is silly as well. Um, He holds the record for most goals in a season at 92, which there's not even that many games. Right. So, like, you're averaging over a goal a game. 
So you can pretty much go in that game knowing that you're one up because yeah, really you have Wayne Gretzky on your team. Hey, right. guys, we already got a goal. Two, Thanks. probably. Yeah, might as well. You know. <laughs> and if he's hurt, we're probably still going to get one. Uh, in one season, he had 163 assists. Jeez. That's averaging over two a game, obviously. One season, 215 points. That's 50. Isn't that, don't they do in uh, hockey where it's a double assist, like two people get the assist? Two people, there is an assist and then a secondary assist, yes. But, that, I mean, a lot of that you should get an assist right. because a lot of it's set up. Like it's, I mean, it's back and forth passes and a lot of it's set up. Like you should, I mean, shit, I would argue that sometimes there should maybe be a third person that might, but right. that would never happen. But <laughs> hockey is all about setting it up. If you're assisting on it, you fucking should get an assist. I right. mean, if it's a bang, bang, bang play or something like that. But that's neither here nor there. Um, 215 points in a season, which was 52 goals and 163 assists in 80 games. That's just That's like stupid. three points a game, three point something points a game. <laughs> I wonder if there was fantasy back then. Oh, God. Somebody who <laughs> had Gretzky, you know, they're pissed He's off. going number one every year. How, how, mu- how much money would he go for in, right. in, like, a, in like a draft? Yeah, Somebody would spend like $80 on him. And a... Yeah. Um, Wayne Gretzky had the most 40-goal seasons ever with 12 <laughs> in his 20 seasons. Uh, most 50-goal seasons at 9. The most 60 goal seasons at five. The most 70 goal seasons at four. You guys see a pattern going here? Yeah. 90 goal season at one. He's the only player ever in history to do that. That's pretty fucking awesome. Um, let's see. He had 15 100 plus point seasons and four 200 point seasons. Three of them were consecutive. So back to back to back, he put up 200 points. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, that's who. Right. right. He's the only one. 24 game-winning goals tied with Brett Hole for the most ever. Where's Brett Hole in the mix? Had to throw him in there somewhere. Well, I'm just saying he's a great player. Right. So was his dad, too. Right. Bobby, of course. Uh, Wayne was the fastest ever to score 50 goals in a season at 39 games. <laughs> you know what I loved about Gretzky is that you couldn't hate him, even if you wanted to, because he wasn't a cocky, arrogant, rude, anything. He's respectful. He's a great guy. He goes right. out there and gives it everything he's ever got, and balls, of course, every single time. But that's what I love about him. Well, he, uh, he in here in just a second, I was going to say he won the Humanitarian Award, too. So Look what I have my perspective seen. All, you know, what do you know? Of... What do you know? No, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be like, yeah. He's a stand-up guy. Everybody loved him. You, there's, no, right. what, there's no reason. It's not like a Tom Brady now. It's like you well, don't well, love, nobody, everybody doesn't love Tom Brady, right? One of the things I didn't write down that's kind of a funny little tidbit is he's got like – his star on like the Canadian Walk of Fame, like, yeah, like everybody yeah, fucking loves right, like every right. Evidently, I didn't know it either, but it's like their equivalent or whatever. But yeah, it's fucking everybody loves the guy. Ten Art Ross trophies, which is the scoring champion. Um, so ten time scoring champ. Uh, he won the Hart Trophy, which is the MVP uh, from 1980 to 1987. 
Like, who fucking sweeps trophies right. for it's seven like, years? Who's all those trophies, guys? Yeah. All like, no, I, no, I, I've got, name I've got it for almost this decade, guys. Like, yeah, this is me. Everybody just doesn't even play hard because they're like, oh, I'm just going to go with him. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, and That's then, the I, don't know <laughs> what, I don't know what happened in 88, but he missed it that year and came back and won it in 89. So I guess he was pissed that he didn't get it in 88. He, he literally <laughs> almost swept the entire fucking That's, decade. He missed one year out of the decade. He's the only player to ever do that. It has well. to be. That many years um, ago. He won the Conn Smythe, which is the playoffs MVP in 85 and 88. Um, he won the Lester B. Pearson Award, which is voted by the players, so voted by your peers as uh, the the most outstanding player from 82 to 85 and in 87. Yeah. So everybody in the fucking league loved him too. <laughs> and, like, that's – you're not exactly friends on the ice, you know. Right. I mean, afterwards, yeah, most of the guys go and buy beer and have – Talks. Well, like about know, hockey. Even they, after these playoff series, it's handshakes. Absolutely, the most no, respectful sport there is. Yeah, nobody else does that. Because they know how hard it is. It's a fucking hard. Right, it's a grind for everyone. Right. Um, Lady Bing Trophy, which is the Sportsmanship Award. He won that five times. Uh, the Plus Minus Award, which for those of you that aren't hockey fans, the Plus Minus rating is. If you get a plus every time you're on the ice that your team scores, you get a minus every time the opposing team scores. So it's really like a lot of players end up with negative plus minus ratings because it's tough to put goals in the net and hockey. Right. I mean, it's, I don't know, that's just how it goes. So a lot of guys don't even have a plus rating whenever they retire. Uh, and he had the highest plus minus award four times. Um, he's a four-time Stanley Cup winner, which speaks for itself. A three-time Canada Cup winner. Of course. Um, Western Conference champion six times. Probably with the Kings, mostly. Oilers. But I don't know how that broke up, but he was with the Oilers a lot whenever they were doing oh, a bunch yeah, of winning. That's true. I don't know how the, they broke up the divisions or anything back then, but uh, the President's Trophy in 86 and 87. Uh, Performer of the Year three times. Canadians Athlete of the Year four times. Or Canada's, I'm sorry, not Canadians. I just can't read my handwriting. <laughs> uh, NHL All-Star MVP three times. Associated Press, uh, man, uh, man, I'm sorry, Male Athlete of the Year in 82. Eight times. Well, right, but that seems like you should have one. Hockey doesn't get coverage, right? right. Especially in '82. Yeah, when it should. Uh, Eight-time All NHL first team, seven-time All NHL second team. So pretty much his entire career, almost he made it to an All-Star game or was a mention. Number one on hockey news list of 100 greatest players. Of course. Hockey, like, number one. It doesn't That's get better than that. Yeah. Hall of Fame inductee in 1999. Associated Press. Uh, Canadian Athlete of the Century. Sports Illustrated Hockey Player of the Century. Number five in ESPN and Associated Press. Top 100 athletes of the 20th century. The people that beat him out were Muhammad Ali. <laughs> okay. That's respectable. That's fair. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Okay. Babe Ruth. 
Mm-hmm. Might have heard of him. Right. And then it was a tie for number four, Jim Thorpe and Jim Brown. Jim Thorpe. Oh, right. I didn't. I would put Chris above that. Easily. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But that was the Associated Press. Number one in top sixty players since nineteen sixty seven by Hockey Newsbook. Uh, he was the inaugural inductee into World Hockey Association Hall of Fame Legend of the Game category. Jesus. And they make a category for you and title it Legends <laughs> of the Game. That's, That's pretty fucking impressive. Down. Right, right. Like this is who's the Michael Jordan of the sport. Like I want to know who the damn Wayne Gretzky of the sport is because <laughs> Wayne Gretzky broke hockey. He made hockey. Like he made you watch it. Right. He put the stats up. Right. I mean, Jordan changed the game with how he played, but, I mean... It's two different things. There's no way you have to say Gretzky this when you're talking hockey, no matter what. I just love hockey. Right. Uh, just a couple more things, then I'm, I'm done here. Uh, he was the IIHF Centennial All-Star Team. 99, his jersey number, is retired by the entire league. Nice. He's the only player. The only, only player. <laughs> like awesome. nobody will ever wear ninety nine ever again. Like that's locked up, locked down. It's not so even a question. Shouldn't get ninety nine, ninety eight, or one hundred. Shouldn't even have anything. <laughs> yeah. In between it or around it, really. It's true. He. It's like his his aura, his glow needs that's, respect too. That's crazy. Here's the last thing that is an actual stat that I'm going to say, and it's. Take this for what it is, because it's whenever he was in peewee hockey. But his final season, season just one year, in peewee hockey, 378 goals. <laughs> what the fuck? How do you score that much? I don't How know. How old was he? As peewee, so I mean, I guess like... Anywhere from whatever, like, 11, like 11, 6 or 7 or under? Yeah. I have no idea. And I, I, that was something that I read. He's on steroids. I, yeah, he's juicing. <laughs> um, and possibly... His greatest accomplishment of all time is his daughter, Paulina Gretzky. Oh, Jesus, oh she holy is. shit! Well, ladies, don't kill me, but she's hot. She I'm is. sorry. It yeah, isn't but, she with uh, Dustin Johnson? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Golfer. Golfer. <laughs> Dude, bombs it. Whenever you're that good of a uh, hockey player and you have that good of a <laughs> game outside of the rink, we'll say <laughs> produce that. That's respectable, right? No, he was. But so yeah, that's that's what I've got on Wayne Gretzky. Like I mean, like I said, I mean, I know that's a lot of stuff that I read off there, but I didn't write down honestly all of it. There could have been probably another page, page and a half of shit. No, so. yeah, but what I love is that seemingly without even coordinating this any well, you know, any better than what we already have, is that we just covered all four sports. <laughs> True. That's what Without I was even earlier. Yeah, he's just awesome. I just want to, I want to note that you know basketball and then you know DUEZ does uh, baseball, football, and then J Mag does hockey. That's crazy, but that's awesome. But yeah, they. I mean, they've got to be the greatest of those categories or whatever. A lot of people are going to argue we're you know not even close, but you it's know true. whatever. Everybody has different opinion and, and opinion, and they're allowed to opinions are. Facts or whatever, but they, these guys were just our greatest. That just blew us away with things like I didn't know a lot of those things about you know your guys or whatever, and I'm glad I do now. That's just crazy, but uh, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, 
and always uh, tune in. Uh, we got another episode coming. Not sure when, maybe here in a couple days, but uh, we'll get this one out real quick and and uh, let you guys hear it. And let me uh, thank my co-host, especially for doing the intro tonight. Appreciate it, J Mac. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, as always. Right, and uh, D Weezy for stopping by, as always. Always fine. Love it. Right. I'm surprised we didn't get into a big argument about something tonight. Yeah. <laughs> right. We kind of all agreed, but uh. Anyways, that's our show, and uh, we're signing out.